Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Welcome to it. This is cliffcentral.com. Thank you so much for having us on. My name is Sia Sangwenifin, and this is Untapped Talent. We do this every single week for one hour, where I sit down with some awesome people, young people who are doing incredible things in their own fields and really need to be congratulated and saluted for just being that incredible. So this week goes without saying, it's nothing out of the ordinary. I'm pretty very, very excited to chat to the people I'm chatting to today. So let's get that underway. First things first, you know, it's all all about award season. I'm going to get into that in just a little bit as well. But YouTuber Theodora Lee, you know, we call her a friend of this, to the station because we absolutely love her. Um, she and her brother Casper are South African YouTubers. Casper's now all over the world. He's here, then everywhere. And we love that at least Theo's still, you know, Cape Town based. Not only do I envy her because I think she's just super, super cool, but I envy her because she's in Cape Town and I just feel like everybody in Cape Town is just on a good, chilled path. <laughs> but the big news this week is that Theo has actually been nominated, get this, at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. You know that big award show happens in LA every single year with the slime and the celebs being nominated. It's really, really huge. And I think it's awesome that she got that nod this year. She is nominated in the category... Um for African blogger. So I'm going to get to chat to her in just a little bit about that. I think it's really, really awesome. So, you know, this time of the year is all about the awards. It's award season. And so they've just been, the nominations were just announced last week. And so this is a brand new category. And I think it's very, very exciting because this space of blogging and vlogging, I think it's just new and fresh and funky and cool. Um, so I, I love the fact that we're now making great strides in that sphere and more especially South African africa as a whole is now being um saluted in the right way so i'm going to chat to her about that as well and i think really at the end of the day she is a pioneer in this field so i wonder what she has to say about that will be very very cool to get to talk to her about that um and then later on as well I call this guy like an empresario in front and behind the screens. He's a TV presenter. And I think I'm going to also ask him about his former child star days because he also did a bit of that. So it goes by the name of Katlejo. So it will be very cool to talk to him. So listen, uh, we always do this and you know you can always partake in the conversation as well at cliffcentral.com or at sia underscore sf on Twitter. Or you can send us a message on our uh, official account on WeChat. Tab connect and message to show. It's called Cliff Central. And then your message will pop up right in front of me on the screen. So, I feel like I'm... Uh, yeah, what else is on the cards for today? By the way, yes, I will have to say Feb is one of my favorite months. Not just because it is my birthday. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. If you haven't sent me any birthday presents, I'll still accept any. It's kind of delayed. But once again, with Feb comes the Grammy Awards. So, it, this year, this on the 15th of Feb, it is the 58th annual Grammy Awards that have rolled around. Again, this year's show... Something nice and cool and different that they're doing is that the show will air live without delay and it's taking place at the LA's Staples Center and LL Cool J will host once again. This is his fifth time hosting, but I feel like it's the millionth time that he's hosting. And can I already put it out there? LL Cool J will walk onto that stage with a black suit and a black, one of those black hats. It's not like a, a fedora hat. It's like those, I think they call it a paperboy hat. And that's what I'm saying. No originality. It's just going to be the same thing again once, once again. But another thing that I, uh, the one thing that still keeps me so excited about the Grammys every single year 
is just the big frenzy that, that goes around it. So some of the artists that are about to perform this year include Justin Bieber, The Weeknd's going to perform, um, Obama's favorite rapper, Kendrick Lamar and Adele. Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez and, um, are going to be some of the night's presenters. And so some of the special highlights include that, um, there's this Broadway play called Hamilton that actually will be performing live from New York um, to to LA and to the rest of the world to everyone who's watching Rihanna will take the stage for the first time since releasing her latest album Anti or Anti you choose however you like to pronounce it um, Lady Gaga will perform a tribute to David Bowie Gwen Stefani will shoot a live music video at the Grammys oh and then of course Miss the like I call her the A-class student of all musicians. Taylor Swift will also be there. And of course, you'll see her awkward dance moves. But I say all of this just to say, um, every single year, they also, at the Grammys, do the best new artist category. And I think, you know, as untapped talent, looking at young talent across the world, I think it's very, very awesome that the Grammys salute these young people. And some of the, well, the people who are nominated in this category are Courtney Bartnett. I have to be honest, I haven't heard of her. James Bay, love his music. Sam Hunt, Megan Trainer, even though Megan Trainer kind of find like she's kind of overexposed these days, think you know what? I'll excuse her. And then one of my current favorites, her name is Tori Kelly. Now Tori Kelly is the singer songwriter. She's 24 years old. She's always been very very musical. You know she's been trying to get into the industry for the longest of time. She even entered American Idol. Actually, she actually made it to the final 24. Um. She didn't make it through any further than that, but that nonetheless didn't stop her from pushing on with her dreams. And I think that's so admirable. And that's something we always talk about on the show here week after week. So taking initiative, she started posting videos of her performances onto YouTube and through word of mouth and genuine excitement. At the end of it, actually, she started developing like this huge, huge following. Um, in time, her page had close to 700,000 subscribers and her cover Frank Ocean's Thinking About You has been viewed more than 17 million times. I think that's Awesome, awesome, awesome. So in 2015, Tori Kelly released her debut full-length album, Unbreakable Smile, which featured production from Max Martin, who's a producer who works with the likes of Kelly Clarkson and Pink and Ellie Golding. And that included the singles uh, Nobody Love and Should Have Been Us. So um, I just thought with such an incredible story, and also at the same time, it is award season. She is nominated for Grammy, and she started off on YouTube, technically. Uh, we're going to pay a bit of like an homage to Tori Kelly with our cover of the week. You know, we do this every single week. We look all throughout the interweb at YouTube and to see who's doing what, when and how. And so I found this very, very cool cover. It's by Mackenzie Johnson, who's doing Tori Kelly's song, Nobody Love. So let's kick things off. It's a Friday. Ease into the weekend properly. Um, and then straight after this, I'll be chatting to YouTuber Theodore Lee. This is Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. This is CliffCentral.com. So she's this advice and lifestyle vlogger and blogger. She's a writer. She also calls herself and prides herself by being a jogger and a creative dreamer. Oh, and she just casually has a self-titled YouTube channel with over 200,000 subscribers. Let that sink in for a while. Uh, the channel, which has amassed millions of views since its creation back in 2010. And now, Miss Theodora Lee has a new feather to stick into her hat. 
this Cape Town-based bundle of absolute awesomeness has been named uh, nominated at the 2016 Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards for the Best Blogger in the African Category. And so with having cool people around, I just thought, hey, let me summer, see if I'm cool enough to chat to them. So that is why she joins me this morning to chat about this. Hey, hey, Theo. Oh my gosh, what an introduction. Please be my PR person. You know what? I, not even your PR person. You know how like old school kings and queens had like people and they walked around and they announced their presence before they walked in? <laughs> is that what you want to be? That, you know, is it, is it weird that I have weird life ambitions like that? <laughs> Look, I'm going to put you on the list here. There are a few others, oh, but I think it. I'll just put you to the top. It's, uh, is it quite a long list? Will I have to wait? <laughs> Well, my boyfriend does most of it, so. Oh, okay. I'll see if I can beat you know, him to that. Have to, have to kick him, kick him to the curb. So first and foremost, I definitely have to say congratulations. I think this is such an awesome, awesome thing. Um, you know, you've been nominated Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. This is huge. What sort of, what does this recognition mean to you personally? I think it means recognition for bloggers worldwide, but then also recognition for bloggers in Africa, which is two wins. Mm. This is, yeah, it, it is a massive movement. And I would definitely cite you as one of the pioneers, not just in this country, but in the continent as well, in this whole digital space with blogging and vlogging. Did you set out to do that initially? I don't know what I was setting out to do. I think I was just trying to have some fun and yeah. learn some stuff along the way. And now that it's come to this, it's just incredible. And I feel like I really need to represent African bloggers the right way. And yeah. so that's going to be a challenge because, you know, there's a lot of pressure now. But hard work, I guess. We'll yeah. be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just breathe a little bit and we'll carry, you'll yeah, be you fine. Know, exactly. You know I mean? I'm, a bit, I'm a bit of an anxious type, so... uh yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think though overall this must be an exciting time to be a blogger and a vlogger in, in Africa because you are breaking boundaries, you're getting to create new avenues and paths as you like and as you wish because there's no blueprint of what you must do or how you must be like. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's leading the way, I guess. And so there's a lot of responsibility there too. Yeah. But it's so exciting. Exactly. You know, I can do whatever because there's nobody else telling me what to do. Exactly. So, yeah. So we're going to talk about Africa as a whole and, and being a pioneer in this field in a little bit. But first, I want to find out for you, you know, where did it all begin with you? You know, yes, you did create a YouTube channel in 2010 and you did already were blogging at that stage. But, you know, for lack of a better term, you offer like sisterly advice. Is that what just came naturally to you? Well, yes and no. It was more of a, a progression. I wanted to, well, in the beginning, let, let's yeah. start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I started this YouTube channel because it's just, I've always been making videos my whole life. Well, mm -hmm. ever since I could hold a camera and not drop it. Yeah. So <laughs> that was me. And YouTube only came about, you know, like as a platform to publish your own content around sort of 2009. 2010 ish. Mm -hmm. So, um, obviously having seen what was going on from helping my brother out with his funny videos yeah. and, uh, you know, I was already blogging at that stage. I thought, well, I might as well try this thing out. And, you know, whenever you start trying things, you're always experimenting. So that's what I was doing. And I was sort of following what I saw 
other people were doing at the time. So I was really just mucking about, really. Mm. And um, the sisterly advice thing came about when um, I thought, what am I going to do to kind of separate me from what everyone else is doing, you know? And I felt like one of the things I'm good good at is speaking about the big elephant in the room. (laughs) So I thought, well, why don't I just do that on my YouTube channel and give people something different to watch and something that might actually help them and something that feels meaningful for myself and for the viewers. But may I also say, on this note, a big thing for me that I'm so envious of YouTube stars on or about is as any young person in the 21st century growing up right now i know we always you know the elder generation think we're always so dramatic when we say really growing up is tough but growing (laughs) up in these life and times is really really tough because we we're trying to form an identity and there's so many clicks and there's so many trends and we have so many influences of you know, how we must be or how we must act. And here you are now, you, you start creating these videos of you just being you, you know, in the most intimate and personal of spaces. You're in your room, you're in your house, you, you know, you're with your family. You showcase that. And I think it must be nothing short of remarkable to receive such a positive reaction and great feedback on you just being you. So they're not saying you need to dress in a certain way to be cool or you need to, you know, hang out with certain people. But you just being Theo are cool enough and you're fine. Isn't that an awesome affirmation? That is great. But I have to keep reminding myself about that, too, because it's very tempting to sort of follow what all these beauty gurus and Ah. uh, DIY cool people are doing because it looks so much fun and it looks like, you know, that's the way and um, I'd love to portray myself in that light. But then I've always got to remember that that's not really what people are following me for. Exactly. So if I were to change my content, I don't know if it would be so well received. So I think then with fan reactions, do you find it normal for people to come up to you and they're like, Theo, like I feel like you're my friend because I have to say <laughs> after watching your videos and you give me advice, I'm like, you know, in my head, Theo and I totally hang out like Camps Bay and then like we're going to go on picnics and I follow you on Instagram. So is it normal? <laughs> yeah, I think it is normal. I mean, I suppose I follow people too. So if I were to see them in the street, I'd feel the same. Yeah. And I do have to remind myself when they do come up and give me a hug, you know, they, they know a lot about me. So I always try and wing it and pretend I know a lot about them too. So I'm like, <laughs> how, how have things been? You know, <laughs> um, no, I, but I also love to just thank them and say, thanks for coming. Say hello. Yeah. And that connection, can you even begin to describe what sort of connection you have to people who constantly watch your videos, who subscribe to your channel? You know, I I really do think there are no words. I know. It's very overwhelming to think that, you know, everybody has a separate connection or reaction to what I put out there. Mm. Um, You you try not to think about it too much, especially when you're sitting in front of the camera talking to to a camera like an object. Yeah. And you, you, you sometimes think, oh, people are going to be watching this. And then you lose concentration sometimes. Exactly. It's a, it's a bit to get your mind uh, around, really. So yeah. here you are now. I feel like you're so confident in yourself and you're just 
one of us really that's what make that is really what makes you so appealing to all of us is that you just feel like we can invite you over and we just have dinner and we talk about our boyfriend or girlfriend drama it's so normal and casual but yeah. at the same time you're at this wonderful position where you are a pioneer in your field let's go back to talking about africa and the whole blogging and vlogging uh, sphere do you feel like overall we're making enough progress in this space i don't think we are yet. I think we could definitely have more, more bloggers and vloggers out there. I yeah. think there are a lot of people who are starting and who are trying, but you know, we need more people to take like a big plunge with it. If you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like there's a, a community yet. And once there's a community, I think it's going to be amazing. We can all network and collaborate and have fun. And once I finally feel less alone, <laughs> I think a lot, a lot will happen. So with that said, uh, also the business side of things, do you think brands are taking, you know, this space seriously enough? They definitely are. They're seeing with influencer marketing the return of investment much more than perhaps traditional advertising. Um, so there's definitely potential. It's slow, though, especially mm -hmm. in South Africa. But, of course, they're going to pick up the trend. They, you know, they'll just um, – do what overseas is doing eventually. So a lot of my work does come from overseas, but I've actually found with, with this new year, a lot of brands are starting to think, Oh, maybe we should, we should look at this. Let's think out the box. Oh. Let's well, so yeah. No, then that's definitely a good sign, I'd say. So let's hope the rest of 2016 flows that well as well. Um, yeah, so I think then just all the best with the year then, if this is already where you're at and this is already what you're facing. And what a way to kick things off. Some of us are, are having like slow 2016 and then here you are being nominated. Do you, do you remember when and where you are when you found out about the nomination? Yeah, I was lying on a beanbag in my parents' house in Simonstown, and totally I just got a—I got an e <laughs> yeah, of course—and I got an email, and I thought, oh, this is a bit strange, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I told everyone who was in my presence. No, no, <laughs> I was very excited. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, no, you couldn't have just like calmly read out the email. Was there a little shriek here and there? Well, I, I definitely got up and did a little hop. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was awesome. I really don't judge you or blame you for that. Like, let's just have a moment for you. This is not even self-indulgence. It really is a congratulations. You are nominated along, this, you know, alongside Adele, Justin Bieber, Jennifer Lawrence, okay. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande. The list is absolutely endless. Like, I think that should be your new bio. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it though. So I think when you know, if I end up going to these awards, yes, and I, knock on it, word it all, on that. It all really happens. Then I feel like I might be able to digest it. But yeah. right now, I'm just nah. It's just not. Uh, it's too far fetched. Well, Theo, I, you know, I, I'm going to offer you some brotherly advice here. You know, you offer people <laughs> sisterly advice. I'll offer you some brotherly advice. Um, so you have a set amount of time for your acceptance speech. You know, when you win. So let's speak things into existence. So let's oh, just wow. say you have like 30 seconds, right? You're on stage there. You can't use big long words. You know what I mean? That'll just take up a lot of time. 
Yeah. So, of course, you have to, you know, thank obvious people. Like, maybe you want to thank your parents or your siblings or, you know, your, your YouTube fans and subscribers. But I think a nice short name that might fit there, you know, it's just two syllables long. It's just Sia. You know what I mean? Just Sia. Yeah, it's, it's done. What there are your, we go. Yeah. What are your views on that? Don't you think that's so a great plan? I think what I'll do is if I win it, I'll just go up on stage and mm-hmm. all I'll say, I'll take a moment to pause and then I'll go. See ya. And then just see what happens. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or um, every single and then hopefully it'll go viral. Yeah. Every single week I do end off my show. It's kinda corny, but I say, My name is Sia and I'll see ya. Get it? You know, like <laughs> see ya, see ya later. So maybe as you walk off stage you can be like see ya. Then I'll okay. turn it. Yeah. Deal. You'd like me to do it at the at the end rather than the beginning. Yeah, as you walk off, it's just like see ya. And you're like, <laughs> okay, all right. I'll I'll keep that in mind. I'll totally hold you to that. I'll be like an emotional wreck as it happens. But listen, <laughs> Theo, abs- like all the best. I'm so so chuffed for you. I'm I'm just so excited to see what the rest of the year holds for you. And like we're holding thumbs. You're part of we're like one of our favorites right here at Central. Oh, thanks. Well, you guys are my favorites. So. Oh, there we go. Oh, you so, know, I, I just, Cape Town traffic is fine these days now that I have Cliff Central. Uh, that is the best, the best comment we've received thus far. <laughs> we'll print that out on our office walls right now. <laughs> all right. And so Theo, it's all counting down to the actual award ceremony. Do we have a date for the actual awards yet? We do. It's going to be on the 16th of March. Oh, okay. And so with that said, how can we start voting for you? How can we like build the hype? Cool. So if you have a Twitter account, which I assume everybody does, yes, you're going to put in the hashtag KCA and then the hashtag vote Theodora and you voted for me. So that's all it is. It's all about social media now. It's all about social media. There's also a link which you can click on and then you can click on my face. So there is lots of ways to explore the medium, <laughs> uh, but whatever floats your boat. I, I just have to say, I'm sorry for sounding 80 years old right now. It's like, it's all about social media. See, it's the 21st century, damn it. Of course it is. So <laughs> we'll definitely do so. Theo, all the best. And thank you so much for stopping by Untapped Island this morning. Okay, great. See ya. Fantastic. See ya. Uh, see ya. <laughs> this is CliffCentral.com. What an absolute cool trick. And I think it's so horrible that she just appeals to my vanity by... Hopefully, I think we have it on record, you know, all our shows are podcasted here, so I have audio proof that she will try to squeeze in my name somewhere in like her acceptance speech if she ever wins. Um, but we're definitely rooting for her. So just hashtag go out there, make a huge fuss on social media about voting for Theodora. But also we have another, not only just another African, but another South African who's been um, nominated in the same category at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Her name is Aisha Baker. She has baked the blog and she's also a young up-and-coming person just very very awesome also cape town based i just don't understand what it is about this you know cape town people cape town people you're too cool like i'm not even jealous and i'm trying to hide it anymore i'll just openly admit that you guys are cool i don't know what it is it's like the weather and then the beach and then there's a mountains but anyway Aisha Theo rooting for you guys it all goes down in March um, at the International Nickelodeon's Kids Choice Awards you see I'm just putting myself in those shoes and I think I'd be pretty pretty excited to be nominated but then I think 
Imagine if I actually have to go to the award show and then more than that, you never know what you're going to get at the actual award show. Cause I think it's kind of bearable that I could be seated, you know, like Justin Bieber on my right and have the weekend behind me. It's like, yo, what's up? I'm also nominated here. It's one of those things. I'm also as cool and as important as all of you, but I think it's the slime that would get me. I'd like, Nickelodeon always does the slime thing and I think it's kind of cool in theory but when I look good and I'm nominated and I'm all the way from South Africa can I finally say that I'm alongside Justin Bieber and then here you come with the slime gonna ruin my flow a bit but anyway alas it's not about me it's actually all about shining the spotlight and congratulating Theo and also Aisha uh, from South Africa who've been nominated at the 2016 Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards so straight after this I'll be chatting to Katlejo who's behind and front of the camera Straight after this, this is Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. So this is Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com with myself, Sia Sangwenifin. So while traffic is against us, uh, as my guest makes his way into studio, I just think, why not actually, you know, take this moment for you and I to chat just a little tiny bit. So, you know, I always, uh, oddly enough, say with this show, it's either... When we have young guests here, you know, we have sometimes teenagers, sometimes people, but younger than that, and they tell their stories and what they're actually doing with their lives. It can either really and hopefully be very inspiring and motivational or actually work on the other side where I sometimes sit here and I think, what exactly am I doing with my life? Because these people, you know, sometimes he's eight years old and he's released an album already or a single and he's already, you know, has his life in play and what he wants to do. And I'm just like i don't even know what i want to eat for lunch so that kind of basically says where we are on the different scales so recently i read a bit of this article and i say a bit because i couldn't really make it through it because there was just too much where i feel like really i feel very very horrible so we do do a cover of the week which is you know hearing about certain videos on YouTube and we play a bit of that and earlier on I just spoke to Theodora Lee who's also a YouTuber you know I do feel that digital space is the future hello you're listening to internet radio after all and so more than that here are young kids and I mean like young kids like don't have a driver's license can't even drive parents drive me everywhere I don't have the neatest handwriting. I love watching Sesame Street type of young kids who are doing awesome, awesome things on YouTube. So it is a video blogging culture and it's really peaking. And so there are kids out there who are seriously making awesome names for themselves on YouTube. So I really don't know what the key or the secret or the formula to being successful on YouTube is. If anybody knows, I'd love to, you know, please fill me in on that. But these kids clearly are on the right track because they've, you know, they get shared all the time. They mass record, record views. So with all of these views and following also comes a massive income for YouTube stars. And that's all generated by YouTube through advertisements and sponsored videos and all these affiliate products. So there are different views and opinions on this average for YouTube videos. But basically, according to tech.co, um, they have worked out this simple math. All right. So if you get 1000 video views, you can earn from three to six US dollars. And right now in South Africa, we can say like the US dollars. What? Uh, I should listen to Anthea more often on the Gareth Cliff show. It's between like 15, 16 rand. All right. So then if you get 10,000 views on YouTube, you can earn between 
$30 and $60. And then if you amass 100,000 views or more, you can get between $300 and $600. And then also more than 1 million views. You hear of these huge, huge YouTubers who are getting millions of views. Well, from there, then you can get about like 3,000 US dollars to 6,000 US dollars. I just mean... I wish I got started on this train a little earlier, like just jumped onto this YouTube thing. I think maybe it's never too late, but yeah, I think I might just jump onto it. You know, when you hear of the likes of earning between 3,000 and 6,000 US dollars for uploading videos, I'm not dismissing or taking away from any YouTubers out there. I know it's a lot of work and effort that goes into it. Essentially, as conversational as it may seem, you're literally just sitting there in front of a camera. Most often you're on your own and there you are. There's editing after words as well it's keeping up with these trends making sure that you're very very relevant to your audience so i think there's a lot of effort that has to go into that um so yeah but i think it's definitely worth it if you're getting between three and three thousand and six thousand us dollars so let's look at some of the six uh well here's a list of the six top kid youtubers out there all right so there is a little girl by the name of maya she has a youtube channel that's named full-time kids get this she has more than thirty-two thousand subscribers onto her channel and total video views thus far amounts to more than eight million so now i'm just carrying the one and minusing the four it's eight million views multiply yeah she's earning it's not a bad paycheck at all so my's a full-time kid and her job is really just to go onto youtube and to share educational tips and tricks and craft ideas and surprises and songs that kids like. So in her videos, you'll see her playing with toys or preparing food and playing games and having other sort of fun. Which leads me to then wonder, isn't that what kids do all the time? So she's just getting paid to be a kid. Maya, do you want to be friends? Like, <laughs> I think you and I can be BFFs, we'll be together, things will work out, we'll be fantastic. And I'll help you, you know, also spend or invest your money very wisely, even if it's on Sia's birthday present. A second YouTuber, she goes by the name of Yebin, uh, Y-E-B-I-N, and her channel is Baby Yebin. She has more than 90 subscribers on YouTube, and basically her channel is all about, you know, just... You know, being this young person, chinchilling in front of the camera, and supposedly it also features her mother's life lessons, and that basically goes viral. And then a third YouTuber who's doing massive things, and once again, be envious, and I know, like, it's allowed, because I'm basically doing that myself right now. His name is Fedora. Firstly, who names their child Fedora? Isn't that like a hat? But we won't judge. And his channel is Sir Fedora. He has more than one thousand... Oh, I nearly pulled a president move. Let's get the number accurate. 145,000 YouTube subscribers, more than 7.3 million views uh, on YouTube. And he basically reviews iPhone apps on YouTube. So listen, I'm not going to go through the whole list. I told you that I couldn't even make it through this list as a whole because I'm basically jealous. Little kids out there who are top earning YouTubers. Uh, you know, so if you want to holler at me, holler at C at cliffcentral.com. If you need advice on how to spend this money, because I'll be your Oprah in this equation. I'll help you out with that. But enough about that. My guest is finally in studio. So let's get the conversation started. This is Untapped Talents right here on cliffcentral.com. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. Good morning, Mr. Gatlejo. Good morning to you, Sia. How are you doing? We've now finally made it into studio. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Traffic is a nightmare. This thing called traffic is not on our side. It's Johannesburg. You know what I'm saying? But I'm here now. Yes. Yes. I don't know why we like Joburg because it basically is absolute hell. But you we still put up Joburg. with it. I love the traffic as well. So I'll be late sometimes, yeah. but I love Joburg. Are you born and bred Joburger? Totally. And you'd never see yourself moving anywhere else? Absolutely not. No. Never. Is it just about the chaos and the buzz and the... People are moving and working. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The pace. I live for the pace. I can't do it without the pace. So, Gatlako, you have worked in front and behind of the camera. You're currently working with Bongwe TV. You're on um, Zanzi Insider. And you guys are our neighbors. That's how I started off the email with you. I was like, hey, yo, what's up, neighbor? Because you guys shoot downstairs, literally right, right here at the Cliff Central yes. buildings. We actually take all our pictures in front of the Cliff Central sign. Oh, People are always like, I see you guys. are you on Cliff Central? Yeah. I'm like, no. It's just outside. Do we get no? It's not called fo- photo create. Do we get photo citations, Nyana? Mm, unfortunately, not. Okay. Yeah. Having it in the pictures already. You know? Or is that enough? <laughs> Subliminal branding, Nyana. <laughs> totally. So it's very, very interesting. I want to backtrack to you and your love for television. Where did that all begin for you? I'm actually never loved television in the beginning. I always wanted to be a musician. Yes. Um. So I went to the National School of the Arts. Um. When I was supposed to go to high school. So in uh-huh. grade eight, I did my audition at the National School of the Arts. And then I got to NSA and I studied classical music. And yes, it was sir. such a nightmare because you actually have to go through the motions of doing the whole entire thing. So you don't just what get What goes there. into that? You learn scales, you learn theory, you learn how to write music, you wow. learn all the technical stuff. And I really struggled with that. So when I was supposed to go to grade 10, yeah, I then left classical music and went to drama. Otherwise, I was going to fail. Did you? Yeah, I was about to say, did you naturally <laughs> digress into classical music, um, or was it just like a? Let's it was be an different. uphill battle, but I did what I had to do. And at the National School of the Arts, you have to be classically trained in mm-hmm. every single specialist field that you do. So, so you aren't sitting there at that high school like High School Musical, where everyone no. is just sitting in corridors and singing around. No, you're not singing Whitney <laughs> Houston and Justin Bieber. You are singing written scales. I was very jealous. I thought that's what everyone does at NSA. That's it's only reason I wanted to go easy. there. It is not easy at all. So um, I moved to drama mm-hmm. uh, in the school. And the minute I arrived in the drama department, I realized that I'm actually such an outspoken person. Yes. And I confuse. I confuse the music with everything else. And it was a more free environment because classical music is serious. Nobody's wow. playing and yelling. Yeah. So once we got to drama, I realized that I'm, I'm very outspoken. And that's where the love for television began. So I can say grade 10, right? Yeah. I just grade 10, you that, were 16. Yeah. I discovered that with you right now. You see, I, I'm basically here to be a philosophical and change your life, basically, <laughs> slowly but surely. So when did you also enter Famous? I mean, we're going to do like a flashback Friday here. Mm. You're also in Famous, a, a TV show that was on SABC2. How would you even describe that show? It was like a talent search competition. Yes, it was a talent search reality show because uh-huh. they, they, they search for the talent. And once they find you, they, they, they follow your journey throughout um, the recording of the album, throughout all the performances that you do to promote the album. And then they follow your lives after yeah. the show. So talent reality show, almost I'm, like Coca-Cola pop stars. Yeah, I remember it was around that era. And I also used to see you guys. <laughs> and didn't you have like a bus or something with your faces on it? No. We wish, but we. Wait, we, wasn't it that season somewhere? Well, one of the our seasons. faces were on the SABC Thank two you. bus. And yeah, there was like door to door. Yes, Yo, it wasn't our that. bus, yeah. but oh, our oh. faces were on it. <laughs> that is the biggest thing I was jealous of. I can't believe I'm actually admitting this out loud today. It's kind of not even normal. So can I do a little throwback, Nyana? Because I found this clip. Really, the theme today is YouTube. I love YouTube for this. Surface. No. 
back in your famous days. Just like, take a little listen to this. Leading an orchestra. You know I have to leave you alone. Uh-huh. Didn't want to leave you alone. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're not going to take it further. We have no idea what's going on. That's Katlehol singing lead there. And may I just say the dance moves? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Where did you find that? Why why have I never seen that? <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna go and Google search I yourself and erase things off. You can't take anything off the internet. So that's rule number one. But it's fine. Jeez. What's the biggest lesson you learned from that famous journey? Um to be confident, uh, the main thing that I learned from uh, Famous, because you're still shy. You, mm. That was my first television gig ever. Actually, that was just my first job in life. Yeah. And you're so nervous because we're doing, we're recording an album. We are performing in malls. We did a mall tour around the whole um, country, if I can say that. And yeah. You just learn to be confident because at the end of it, when you're up on stage, you're all by yourself and people are waiting for you to deliver. Yeah. Uh, and confidence and it's the full-blown business side of things as well and this is why i so wanted to have you on the show today because i believe you are one of the very few young people who are in the south african media and entertainment industry who isn't just there for the sake of ah it's all about me and i want to be noticed but you're actually learning the craft and you're really really taking it seriously no tea or no shade to anybody else but i'm just saying i think it's very very important because there are so many young people out there who have ambitions and they see this industry as this big glamour place mm. but there's you know you get slapped with reality as soon as you get into it learning from that young age and now pursuing the industry seriously what did you have to say are some of the uphill battles that you faced um firstly there, there are two ways you can go about being in the entertainment industry you can be a celebrity and mm-hmm. that's what drives you or you can be focused on your craft and I don't have time to stand and take a picture if I'm at an event. An yeah. event. Um, when I'm at an event, I want to know who's organizing the event. I want to know how they put the event together. Yeah. I want to know what's the criteria for the people on the guest list. I'm not standing there and waiting to be in a magazine. So uh, one of the things that I can say is an uphill battle for me is actually being able to differentiate. Because at the end of the day, you are selling yourself and that's the product that you are selling. So mm. to um, separate yourself from the fame and focus on the craft solely uh it's a pretty difficult one yeah um but i really i don't have the time to (laughs) be sitting and begging people to take pictures of me you know doing all that stuff i really just don't have the time for that it's an uphill battle because people do demand your personality because that's what you're selling at the end of the day but at the end of the day you'd have to say you enjoy what you do absolutely i love it i wouldn't be doing anything else i'm gonna do this till i die wow that's a, that's a big thing because at the end of the day, say what you will about the 21st century and us young people, but we're like, we don't know what to do. You know, our parents are telling us to do X, Y, and Z. And we're like, no, but we're passionate about certain things. Yeah. And I may not be passionate about medicine, even though it might be, you know, a well ching ching paying job. You know yeah. what I mean? So how important is passion in everything that you do? Jeez, it is mandatory to be passionate about what you do because if you're not passionate, you're going to fall through the cracks eventually. You mm. can't, you can't fake things for too long. Um, I'm passionate about entertainment. I'm not, I wouldn't say, um, I'm solely passionate about television. And that's why I think I can have a, a lifetime of a career in entertainment because it's not just one field. Yeah. Uh, passion is very important.
I sound like I'm a motivational speaker. I'm so over myself. We are so deep at night this morning. We are very, very deep. But listen, these are the words of wisdom that I needed you to impart. Hence why I have you here uh, today, this morning. So let's talk about Nzanti Insider as well. How did you crack that gig? Because we had Tzolo in a while ago and your former co-presenter. And she was also talking about uh, the entire process and how she went about it and just how cool it is to work there. So from your point of view, how's it like working on that project um, Zanzi Inside is a great platform um, Not only because of the, the In front of the camera A side of it um, mm-hmm. It's the one place where I got to actually expand As a director and learn a whole lot more About behind the scenes Because also there they, they push you to ask questions mm-hmm. When you're sitting there and you're confused They look at your face and they're like There's something you're not sure about Tell me Wow. What, what, what's the problem? What don't you get? Yeah. And that's it's one of the greatest television shows I've ever worked on and it's I, live TV. I don't want to leave. You don't. <laughs> but I'm getting old now. I need to leave from Zanzi Inside. Why, why do you say that? You... I'm getting older. Other children must have a chance. Okay, okay. The show is going to get tired <laughs> if I just stay there all my life. Like, we need to let it evolve, you know? Yes. Uh, I'm not going to be sitting there and clinging onto it like I'm Oprah and it's the Oprah show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> but you also don't want to leave because you have cool neighbors, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Clip uh, that yeah. I can take awesome pictures thing. in front of you the whole time. And you know, I, I feel like after this, I should go and like spam everything where Cliff Central is. It's like, hey, Cliff Central is just featuring there. Yeah. Um, live TV is is a different ball game, though, hey. Um, totally. But I've been doing live TV ever since uh, I started Yo TV. After Famous, I did Yo TV, mm-hmm. and I was terrible. That's when I got to learn that live TV is not a joke. I would literally stop mid link because I've forgotten everything I have wow. to say. And there, Urban Brew, the production company, there is no teleprompter. So you have to remember, you read the script, memorize it. Wait, but hold up. What did you do? If there's like two minutes left, and you're like, I uh, don't know what to say. You improvise. Yes. Perfect training ground, um, yeah. I would say. Um, but your TV is the one place where I got to learn live TV. I did that for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually find live TV easier than pre-records. Because, really? Um you just know that it's the only chance you have. Yeah. Now, the pre-recorded, it will take me ages to do it because I just know that if I mess it up, make a tiny little mistake, it, it allows you to be a perfectionist. So that's that's a bit more complex. Yeah. Um, but live TV is the one. Love it. I, I'm just so amazed that a young person like you, you know, you can just nonchalantly say like, yeah, just five years experience on that show and you've learned so much and you're already thinking about the next move. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, what is the next move for you? What, what do you have your eyes set out on? That's all I was thinking about driving on my way here. <laughs> I was actually just hoping that like, you don't close the doors and you're like, um, you're late. Don't come in anymore. No, we're not the horrible <laughs> people here. We're nice, nice neighbors. Um, what I'm working on now is my musical project. I'm working on an EP that I'm going to drop in June. Oh, okay. Venturing back into music. You know, I've been nominated for a summer award and I think I owe it to myself to win a summer award. Okay, wait. That. Are we talking about the famous days? Yes. You, your group was nominated for a summer. What was, <clears throat> wait, hold up. I have it here. Yeah. Does Beyonce say Destiny's Child was nominated or does she say I was nominated? Sure. <laughs> 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 okay. I think that, that summarizes. I'm joking, how I'm totally okay, joking. you were nominated That's back terrible. in what, 2008? Yes. Best um, pop category. Yes. Okay. So you, June 2016 is your, you know, Absolutely. countdown to June 2016. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm working on recording, um, really doing vocal warmups every chance I get. Yeah. Really. That's what consumes my life at this point. What can we expect from your type of music? It's, 
Jeez, it's just a fusion of a whole lot of things. I guess it's a bit a uh, hip hop R and B with a a bit of Amy Winehouse, and okay, a bit of Jamie Foxx. It's a, it, I don't think it's easy to describe music. I think once you drop it, people will be able to then decipher for themselves what yeah. what it is. Are you getting you know really open with your music? Are you going to be very Taylor Swiftish and just write about how I hate this one and maybe that one left me broken hearted? I'm fine. Was it just like turn ups? <laughs> no, not at all. Not turn ups at all. I'm more uh, focused on lyrical content and I'm. Finding that I do write about real life experiences. I have some songs that I've written like years ago mm-hmm. um, that I'm bringing back, yeah. which is weird because I'm singing something that I wrote like when I was a teenager now. But some some things are so amazing that you, uh, when you read them on paper, it's just like, wow, okay. I can't believe I wrote that. But all of it is going to be based on real experiences. And maybe one turn up there because we need exactly, to make people Exactly, because you dance. have to. I mean, I'm uh, young. Yeah, you just, you're going to turn up because. So, brother man, can I hold you to it? June 2016, like, will you come back to Cliff Central to debut th- things? Guys, that if I don't do this, I'm a dead man. Do you know how many people I've been promising? Thank you. Mm. No, but listen, we have podcasts here. So this is audio proof. Like, you basically said you're coming back here. Anyway, that's it. Thank you. Done, dusted. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we catch up with you? Where can we follow you on social media, etc.? Um, Kat underscore Sinavasan on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And then you can also follow me, Katle Host Sinavasan on Facebook. Face Facebook, awesome. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's very, very awesome to get to chat to you. Someone who I see in the car park every now and then, but now I can finally <laughs> actually pin an awesome story to that. So thanks so I much saw for stopping you on by. TV. Uh, uh, <laughs> moving on, that's a show done and dusted. <laughs> thank you to my guests for stopping by, Katlejo, and also Theodora Lee early on, and most especially thank you for listening. We do this every single week right here on CliffCentral.com. My name is Sia, and I'll see you. Untapped. On cliffcentral.com.